you never know unless you try right even if you fail, fail and like fall flat into like or smear your face into like shit get up and then take the take a cloth and wipe it off and start afresh you know what i mean i think that's that's so important to like just know that you it's not it's not do or die i am so happy to call mario aoki a dear friend of mine and he went from being an i student making sushi in his apartment for his college friends and roommates to building his own company doing curated dinners and organizing private dinner parties during this episode we get to talk about how the dark times in our lives define us and mario shows that when something calls you you don't have to limit yourself only because you have not studied it thinking outside the box means finding other ways to learn outside of the conventional path My name is Charlotte Torres and I welcome you to Moose Podcast. Please don't forget to share and subscribe. It will help me immensely. And lastly, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Mario as much as I did. So let's go right into it. Hello, Mario, and welcome to the Moose Podcast experience. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so I want to jump right into it. Tell me about like your relationship with food. Let's start with that. Like what does it mean to you? Everything. I mean, my whole identity, I guess, would be pegged to food. So, as a kid, I'd say I was a heavier set one. I love <laughs> to put food into my mouth whenever That's I could. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it's so many of the most precious memories that I have is attached to food, right? Like when you're growing up, your mom feeding you like her home cooked food or yeah. going to your grandparents house and eating that and then you know attaching a memory of a place to a certain food as well you know like um yeah. Tokyo Tokyo I'd go like summers and winters and I'd remember like going to the convenience stores and picking up some of the goodies there bring it all the way back to India and I mean there's so many different stories but yeah just just the identity aspect of it to me is so fascinating right um and that's where the love started and i mean in university it was because of homesickness that i just started cooking but i i so agree with that i actually believe that it's scientifically proven that one of the strongest like memory triggers are the smell and the f- the food goes into that right like a big part of it and it's the same for me like anytime i feel nostalgic about a certain place like the food will definitely bring me there so it's it's a crucial big you know important part of our lives and um did you ever take um like what was your your food journey like classes when you were young or like did you learn from your parents like where's the learning from yeah these are really good questions <laughs> um <laughs> I actually am not classically trained at all. Um, okay. You know it better than anyone. I went to business school with you. Right? I know. <laughs> so, um, it came about just literally right after high school where my mom was like, okay, fine. Well, you need to learn how to like feed yourself because you can't expect it's a It's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like a mom, your mom's not going to be there all the time to feed you. So you got to do that. Yep. You eat a lot of food. Um, so... <laughs> It just started from there, you know, you're pretty, you're pretty basic at it, you know, how to do an egg, you know, how to do these things. But then 
you come to uni and then it's just like oh what else do i have to do but like feed myself and study and right and that. the quality so, of your food will directly come from you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly i can't order food all the time i'm a college student right True. so it just <laughs> I just went into that and then, you know, the curiosity just kind of bit me where I was like, oh, okay, fine. Let me learn how to make this dish from my aunt here or learn to make this dish from my grandma in Japan. Right. And you just go into the rabbit hole. And I had another friend. I don't know if you know Edward Ho, but he's a, he's a Taiwanese guy. And we kind of bonded because, you know, Far East and, you know, some of the... Right plates that you eat there are similar so uh -huh. we just tried to replicate it together and like we were buddies nice. just together. and and um yeah you can ask a couple of IE people but those those days were really really fun you know just us cooking and just being there but yeah that's that's how it just kind of came about it was yeah I mean I will say this like from those sushi nights that we have you definitely have a talent because no matter how much I practice like I'll never get to that level your cooking is really good so like do you believe you were just like born with it mm, so born would be a I'd say that's that's an overestimation of uh, that genetic strength there. <laughs> of the uh, talent. I'd say, I'd say it's more because of the experiences, right? So mm. I came under this kind of revelation the other day because I, I consult with other people on their menus here and do all of that. But it's all to do at the very end of it to experiences. Right. Um, you know, like I because I can taste something and like you said the memory trigger right mm -hmm. I can taste something and remember it from this time that I had it in Japan and then I have like somewhat of a benchmark of what I want to replicate in the kitchen if it's not that then you know you kind of strive to keep trying to get it better right. I'm around and we live in an age it's a beautiful age uh, honestly mm -hmm. with the internet around there's so many resources to kind of like see what's out yes. there you just pick up extrapolate and then you try and make something your own right you add a right. little layer and yeah that's how you that's how you get to this stage right you just have to put the work in I mean it's much better when the work is rewarding and you feel like oh yeah you feel like so that's that's the biggest aspect I think I mean I, I remember we've done Thanksgiving dinners at IE and I, we were there in the kitchen for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I miss those times. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's just, yeah, you put the hours in, you extrapolate, keep learning. And I guess that's a universal truth for everything that you want to get better at. So, yeah, yeah. that's very true. It's a good process. I, I have a very interesting question that I've always wanted to ask you. Like a lot of us have, you know, things that we like to do and hobbies that we very much care about. Why and when did you decide, but like more a big emphasis on the why, did you decide to take that thing that you're so passionate about and try to make it a business? Okay, uh, for that, we've got to rewind back to this mystical, wonderful time where we were all trapped inside our houses. COVID! <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. Um. I came back after, like, I think 
a lot of us who were at IE uh, experienced a similar thing, actually around the world, whoever were college students, called back, came back home, mm-hmm. and you're stuck indoors. And you have nothing else to do but to kind of like reflect and think a little bit about life with all the chaos going outside, right? Um, True. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, you still, I was still cooking. I was still doing that because I was anyways a basic need and I was still just doing that. But at one point, um, I learned that I wasn't going to go back to Spain to finish my last year. Right. And the thought of that was like, well, crap like what am I gonna what am I gonna gonna do do? (laughs) so so I was just like I kind of played it out in my head and I visualized it where I was just like well okay you're not in the best shape right now um Mm -hmm. once you graduate you're not gonna go back and the salaries here I mean aren't as good as like what you pay for your education right and you have this thing for food and you're craving all these like ingredients and you can't get it because of COVID. Right. So it literally started off with an uncle in the import and export side of things, importing like fine like ingredients from Japan. Nice. And meat, and small consignment and shipment and saying, hey, if I want this, then people outside or in my circle might want this. Right. And just... I literally took a chance, right? I, I just mm-hmm. took an X amount of like capital from my from my parents, very small amount, and, um, and said, I'll pay you back in two weeks. I'll get okay. this done. I bought a vacuum pack machine, nothing. It was very informal, by the yeah. way. Yeah, it, it usually starts that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hustling, right? And then <laughs> sure. I, I pre-sold everything. I got the money back. And that was like the most rewarding experience to figure out all of that I can imagine and I was just like I'm gonna reinvest I bought freezers um I was just like okay let me keep doing this and uh yeah it just kind of graduated into so much more um I mean sure like it pivoted into doing private dinners for people I started off and then one client asked me hey you like really know a lot about food and like about the ingredients do you cook and I was like well yeah and the second question was like well if you don't know what to do with it why did you order it in the first place but right right. (laughs) of course anywho then I was like yeah I can I can cook for you so that was when I did my first event Um, wow someone was just out of I just took the chance and took the opportunity and that spread kind of like wildfire a little bit. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's cooking kind of commercially for people. Um, so it usually starts like that. Like you have an idea, you put it out there and then like you see where it goes and it's a full on unknown adventure. Let me ask you like, what's the biggest lesson that you learn at your very beginnings that like you would like to share with someone starting or maybe something you wished you knew when you were starting that would have made you like maybe gain time or do things more efficiently? Um, well, I'd say firstly, just take the, just take the plunge. Um, right. I know much of us are like in our heads all the time. Like we're, we're, we really are. That quote is really something. We really are our greatest enemies, right? We are. Um, 
uh, I, I'd say like in college, I never really took care of myself as uh, much as okay. I do now. Um, I think uh, I think the Spanish lifestyle of the fiestas and siestas catch up to you a little bit, you know. Uh, I can relate. A lot of extracurricular activities that uh, involve a lot of alcohol and a lot of that, which isn't necessarily the best thing for you. You know, you create a lot of memories that you don't really remember, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, of it that that's not a good structure and good discipline to kind of lead your life with. I think for me, the fact that I knocked off weight, the fact that I started penning down my thoughts, yeah. um, started, you know, taking walks without any other stimuli, no phone, nothing. Those things, I don't know, your brain wanders and it really gives you like a eureka moment. You just keep building on that momentum related to what you're saying do you believe that getting so much into food and being you know taking a step away from the madrid and all of that as you say party life but again being so focused on what food means to you made you change your habits when it comes to partying and alcohol because i mean i'm just this is going to be an assumption right but to me once you start caring about certain things of your life for example like food what you put into you and your health then other parts are also going to be affected as partying for example it's kind of like a snowball effect right mm. um start taking care of one aspect and then you're like okay how can i keep getting better or you land definitely on, on something more it's like oh your food is linked to how you sleep oh this links to that and you're just yeah. like oh And then, you know, when you're cooking for other people, then I don't know, at least it's for me this way, but you think you're putting this stuff into someone else's body. Mm. Now you got uh, like, it's a weird headspace to be in, but you're caring for more than just yourself at that point. Interesting. You don't want to give refined, like, or very processed food to other people, right? That's not something that you want to do just to make a quick buck. Right. Um, And that's kind of happened to me where like now the value that value isn't just about me, but it's what I add on to others as well. And so if I can keep learning, keep, keep expanding, um, then it's just about, it's just a matter of time until that goes on to someone else. There's this very harrowing question that I ask myself based on mortality mm -hmm. is if I were to go tomorrow right who's gonna yeah. show up to my funeral okay this is a powerful question that I ask myself <laughs> and that, that has a lot to do I don't know that that programs you in a very different way then you really think about okay fine then you think about what 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 do you want your life to mean to others right right you think about what what is it that you're doing that really adds value onto others right you could look You could look like you're doing the best thing in the world, but that may not ultimately be the case, right? Right, interesting. I never asked myself that question, but it definitely yeah. wants to make you a better person to other people. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, yeah, exactly to the point of feeding people well or, mm. you know, treating the people around me well, even in work, right? It's like to communicate with people and to be good and all of that is... 
so so intrinsically tied to like how you value things right that mm-hmm. at the end of it you're just like well wow you know all these corporate buzzwords or anything don't mean anything <laughs> it's just right, like okay, for sure you, you want your about, life to make sense yeah you just have to think about the morality of it right so that's that's kind of like how how I kind of break down everything into a very broad spectrum and you can apply this to any anybody right yeah. just ask yourself that question once and you know your passions and everything and all of that will align into something actionable and that could like be transformative for someone else right? yeah yeah for sure you know also coming back to the whole like food aspect of it and the how it affects every single parts of our lives um i've always had this theory that like for me once you start to discover yourself more and it comes with age and maturity right you start to have more self-awareness and more maturity and that comes with I mean, I would I would say for me at least, self-esteem usually follows that. Once I know myself more, I'm more confident. And once I start being on that I love myself journey, like I really love every aspect of my life, I'm going to start treating differently who I hang out with, what I put into my body, which is a big one. And I believe like, you know, also how do I work out and everything. It's all so much related to like, my self-esteem and like you know how i i view myself to your point i think you nailed it on the head right like you really got to value yourself and really think that you're worth how you treat yourself yeah um i mean for me too right like when i when i came back and i was just thinking about my longevity and everything you know you you ask yourself these questions yeah right? <laughs> You just think, well, you're worth it. And then you just do the action for it. Um, and it multiplies over time. I mean, for me, how I how I think about it is do I wanna be do I wanna be healthy enough to like play with my kids, with my grandchildren, all of these aspects. And you know, I I also think about I want to be like very self-sufficient and very independent. Mm-hmm. Um, come the time you get a partner, you don't want the partner taking care of you. Rather, you right. want both you and your partner to to be okay. It's one plus one equals three. Rather, right. Like the future. It's not someone coming and picking up the pieces for you. Yeah, I've learned. I've learned this in a very hard way, harsh way of just like life in general, COVID being, I think, one of the greatest teachers mm-hmm. is just that if if you can't be self-sufficient and if you can't work through, you know, whatever it is that's going on in your head, um, then that's going to be a very long ride for you. So. Yes, I am. I so agree with you. Like, I'm such a believer that like, you don't necessarily because there's a little, I would call it old school way of thinking that you meet your other half, whatever you don't have, someone else is going to have it. And then you're going to complete yourself type of mentality. For me, how I view relationships now, it's like, I'm going to be the best version I can be. And once I'm like a little bit more self-aware of how I am, who I am and who I want to be, I'm going to hopefully meet someone who's on the same level and same journey, let's call it. And then together we're going to like, 
keep on going into that journey of following our best and most highest potential, you know, not necessarily like I have flaws, I accept them, you'll complete me, you know, I don't like that type of mentality. Yeah, you never should expect anyone else to complete you because that's your job. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that's, that's kind of like the mentality that I've had. And that's, I don't know. It's it's just culminated in a lot of wins for me, um, to say to say the least. Um, yeah. Professionally speaking, um, personally speaking, I mean, I don't, I didn't, I don't get roped up into drama or anything anymore because I know, like, I'm. I'm What's the point? Yeah, reaffirmed in in the belief that okay, fine, like what it is, uh, I I just have to work on it, and the people that are genuinely there for you mm-hmm. will up the pieces in the case that you're not resilient enough but they will they will see that buy-in right so a classic example maybe uh, you lose someone in your life right and that's that's very very hard but you know your friends know that you're a very strong person Mm -hmm. it's just such that little pick me up at those times where it matters right those those are the people that you need to keep in your life, I think, right? For sure. Uh, we all have our own lives. We all have our stuff to do and our problems. And sometimes even with our friends, like it's hard to know what they're going through. But I always tell this to all of my friends. And this is something that I'm very proud of. I will make time when it matters the most. For the important things, I'll always have time. And there's no excuses for that. For the people that you love, I believe like this is something that I recommend living by. <laughs> yeah, no, it's something that you should abide by. It's just that, you know, you got to let people explore. You got to let them become themselves truly. And then when you need to step in and when they're not feeling their best, that's that's all it is. Yeah. Don't, don't complicate it, right? truly that's that's how it should go don't molly follow sure. them um the world is gonna keep getting well not the world but life is gonna continue to get more complicated life right? happens <laughs> life happens and so you just gotta face it um that that that's a that's a fact there's, yeah there's no no other way around it right so yeah i mean just just keep going um you know do the do the basic things live a disciplined life and all the other things will follow I mean, yeah you know once you develop that you know as we said self-esteem but that comes as well with like developing your intuition and everything will follow like once you know how to read the good energy that will fulfill you and your life whether it is in people in the food in the works out you do everything once you know what works for you like you'll be attracted to less toxic people and like more healthy people and same with the foods and all of the other aspects so definitely that's a big learning mario and i'm like very proud of you for like I mean, you know, we're young. So like to already think like that and having that ability to already, you know, be attracting more positive things in our lives. Like for me, like that already makes you a very successful and like complete human. And I'm kind of trying to do a transition here into what is your definition of success? And if you believe that like you're a successful individual in life. 
Okay, so this is a very complex question to me because uh, success, <laughs> success, I think is is just living a fulfilled life. Um, yeah. For me, I think if you're okay with just you know uh, planting a tree a day, that's perfectly fine. Um, my definition of success, like what I would really want to get done in my life. Yes. Would be, this is my massively transformative purpose, right? Is to end up just producing food and really learning where food comes from. Because I, okay, so I started off supplying people with food, mm-hmm. uh, then started cooking for people. And where I really, really see that, you know, the need for me in the next few years is going to be is to really learn about where food comes from and to like produce food. So I'm taking some cool courses in beekeeping and, you know, hydroponic farming and all sorts of crazy stuff. But you got to think, you got to think crazy to do something extraordinary, right? <laughs> that is very know. true. Yeah, like, like, I mean, our iPhone, I mean, the, the, the camera that we're recording on and, you know, the laptop that we're on was some crazy guy spewing some nonsense. But, well, lo and behold, now this extraordinary thing is how we communicate. Yeah, I wait, you just like triggered something so deep right now into my brain but you're so right even when it comes just to business and like going after your dreams it it sounds like you're doing something crazy because you're going out of the normal ways like starting your own business you can think like oh my god I'm going so out of my path let's say but at the end of the day that's how you're going to be able to build something extraordinary for you and like other people hopefully yeah this is deep mario (laughs) yeah yeah but okay so never so that's the thing though um a lot of people fall into the trap where they're like oh i'm gonna do something extraordinary Mm -hmm. but never really have a path or or kind of something that they can actually work with you know to Mm -hmm. gain them and take off of that ramp okay so like imagine this bridge imagine that's just chopped off and then you're trying to make a jump all the way from one corner to the other. Right. You can't do that as well with something that, you know, you want to do, right? Um, it's got to be something that has like natural progression and momentum towards it. For me, food and the, all, all the extraordinary people that I met in food. Wait. I connect them together and I can make something crazy. Happen. I love that. What would be your advice for anyone listening out there? who has that issue and like who would like to solve that issue of like having that progressive path? Uh, I'd say, I'd say start, start very, very lean with your idea, right? Mm. Just literally think about, okay, fine. For me, it was ingredients. I got it from one, one uncle that already imports and exports and I tested this out. Right. Uh, it needs to make gotta- sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needs to make sense. Be objective with yourself and be very, very clear. I need to make these things happen. It has to be actionable, right? Right. Um, and then, you know, you can gain momentum. You meet cool people, um, build a great team 
and then get people to get on with the vision and and bring that forward yeah basically what we're saying is think long-term not short-term crazy idea fast making money is not sustainable yeah money is a result of you creating value for people right Mm -hmm. it's i i hate i hate the term when people are like i want to make a lot of money oh i hate it too i hate it so much as well it's 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 redundant Mm -hmm. yeah money is Money is a money is a social construct. <laughs> think about think about That's it. It's true. just a societal thing that we've made a mandate. Yeah. But if you have true value onto someone, like really, really like think about it. True value addition, like, oh, I feel much better eating this meal, or mm-hmm. I had the best time eating this ingredient, or I mean, like the list goes on, right? You yeah. can contextualize your own thing or your own business and you got to think about it that way like really think about what it is that you're delivering to someone at the very end of it yeah and money will money will follow as a result definitely and always strive for mastery right that's the that's the thing where the ramp and the continuity aspects have to come right maybe we're going too deep into economics right now for anyone who doesn't know it but you're so right And as you say, we live in a capitalistic society and the concept and the basics of economics is adding value to society. That's how you're going to, you know, be rewarded in a capitalistic way, which means money. Definitely. I love the emphasis on adding value. It makes so much more, you know, it gives sense to our world because we're here to live the experience, but also help each other as humans. And I love that. Thank you, Mario. One last question for you before we end this. Um, do you have any advice that you want to give to people out there listening? Special advice. Okay. Um, well, the very cliche thing is go go read on subjects that you're passionate about. Um, I think you can condense a lot of the learning and everything because people who write about things are writing about real experiences that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, times right like if I want to learn about beekeeping or bee farming there'll be someone that's that's dedicated a book. that's condensing this information for you so do that to accelerate your learning one think of again a massively transformative purpose what do you think you're here to do on this earth and step by step build that out as to how you envision yourself doing that um and overall just just take care of yourself uh life is very long um and you know you're at a you'll you'll always be at a point in life where you can explore and always learn so always be in um in a stage where you don't deny other people the the ability to exchange ideas and all of that yeah um i have I've had some of the best conversations with people who are 58 um, or I've had the best conversations with even a five-year-old. For sure. <laughs> Age does not matter. Yeah, just don't limit yourself, right? Just just be open to anything and everything. Don't be rigid. Um, and yeah, and I guess God gave us two ears um, and one mouth. 
So listen more than you speak. Wow, I've never heard this before. This is so good. Although I haven't been doing the same because I've been speaking for the most part. Um, so yeah. Oh, but this is what we're here for, Mario. The don't worry, my listeners hear enough of me talking the rest of the time. You needed to shine today. <laughs> and you did. So honestly, thank you so much for coming in here. I think that we have some very valuable content that will probably inspire or help someone out there. And that's the whole purpose. So thank you, Mario, so much. Thank you so much. Have a good one, Charlotte. <laughs> thank you.